produced by Life Acumen. Helping organizations build high-performance culture. Stare into a mirror long enough, and it's hard not to wonder whether that's a mask staring back, and if so, who's really behind it? In a survey of senior corporate executives on what are some of their deep-seated fears, researchers found that the biggest fear among these C-suite executives was the fear of being discovered to be incompetent, also known as the imposter syndrome. Welcome to Life Acumen at Work. Here is your host, Vinod Wadwani. Hello and welcome to the insights from the episode, The Pitfalls of Imposter Syndrome. I'm your host, Vinod Vadwani here. This insight is on how perfectionism can play a role in imposter syndrome and how do leaders with negative imposture impact their organizations. Does perfectionism play a role in imposter syndrome? Perfectionism does play a role. Uh, researchers have studied the relationship between imposter syndrome and perfectionism. The results uh, point out that in its mild form, perfectionism provides the energy that leads to great accomplishments. Researchers have actually tried to differentiate between uh, normal or adaptive perfectionists and uh, maladaptive or uh, uh, neurotic perfectionists. Uh, normal or adaptive perfectionists do not suffer feelings of inadequacy. They derive pleasure from their achievements and don't obsess over failures. These normal perfectionists do not have the tendency to suffer uh, from a negative imposter syndrome. On the other hand, uh, maladaptive or neurotic perfectionists set excessively high idealistic goals, uh, experience self-defeating thoughts and behaviors when they can't reach these goals. And these neurotic perfectionists tend to exhibit negative imposture. They are driven by the belief that they are currently not good enough. For this reason, perfectionism often turns neurotic imposters into workaholics. Uh, fearing discovery of their deception, they burden themselves with too much work to compensate for their lack of self-esteem and identity. Work-life harmony is a meaningless concept to them. One researcher interestingly uh, in an article wrote that he is reminded of a cartoon that depicts a CEO while handing over a file to one of his subordinates says, Take your time. I'm not in a hurry. Take the whole weekend if necessary. This is an example of a typical leader who exhibits a negative imposter syndrome. Neurotic imposters like the CEO uh, may enter into offensive, uh, self-defeating behaviors of this sort. They don't realize that uh, they may be pushing themselves and others too hard. 
often impairing their own long-term success. By exploiting themselves severely in this way, they risk rapid and early burnout. The underlying traits that researchers connect with imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and neuroticism seem to be a dangerous combo. You seek perfection, but you're also neurotic, which probably makes you anxious when you don't achieve perfection. Seems like a vicious cycle? It is indeed a vicious cycle. Researchers have even referred to it as the imposter cycle. When an achievement-related task is assigned to them, imposters are usually overwhelmed with worry, self-doubt, and anxiety. In order to deal with these feelings, they either extremely over-prepare a task or initially procrastinate, and then follow that with frantic preparation. Mostly, they succeed and they experience temporary feelings of elation and respite. However, instead of being happy with what they have achieved, their success actually reinforces the feelings of imposture rather than weakening them. Because in their mind, this success does not reflect true ability. The tune which is playing in their mind is, of course, I've succeeded. I put an excessive amount of effort and time in this project, maybe double than someone else would have needed. And that's the reason I have succeeded. Hence, uh, once a new task is assigned to them, uh, feelings of anxiety and self-doubt reoccur. Let me give you another example of this vicious cycle. In this example, the imposter actually sets impossible goals. He fails to reach these impossible goals, which incites further self-whipping and heightens the feelings of imposture and actually inspires him to designate yet another set of unattainable goals. And the entire cycle of workaholism and deception begins again. Researchers have postulated that some knowledge economy professions, such as investment banking and consulting, could be more prone to imposter syndrome. I can at least recall one such charismatic banker at a highly prestigious investment bank who set ever-increasing goals of financial compensation for himself to deal with his anxieties about being a fake. Initially, he felt elated whenever he reached his goal, but he became more desperate every time he learned that someone else in his organization earned a higher bonus than he did. This kicked off another round of imposter cycle that did little to improve his personal well-being or his organizational effectiveness. How do leaders with negative imposter syndrome impact their organizations? There have been numerous examples in the corporate world of leaders with neurotic imposter syndrome. Whether the neurotic imposter is mid-level or C-suite leader, uh, they all tend to damage their organization in the long run. 
we discussed earlier that these leaders uh, tend to be workaholics hence uh, their work ethic can be contagious but because of their anxiety of being fake uh, combined with eagerness to succeed they often become impatient and abrasive Neurotic imposters are extremely tough on themselves and uh, hence do not spare others as well. <laughs> They drive their employees too hard and create unhealthy competition in their organizations uh, which uh, inevitably translates into high employee turnover rates, uh, lower productivity and other problems that can affect the top and bottom line. Another interesting observation is on the use of external consultants. Well, uh, judicious use of consulting advice uh, has its place. Uh, but neurotic imposter executives are very likely to become overly dependent on consulting companies. Uh, because reassurances provided by so-called independent outsiders uh, compensate for their feelings of insecurity and also acts as cya this type of uh, dependent behavior further gets intensified when neurotic imposters work in an organization that punishes failure if the company culture does not tolerate mistakes the leader's level of anxiety will increase Uh, making neurotic behavior all the more likely this is paralyzing for the perfectionist imposter whose fear of failure uh, will have an even more negative impact on the organization if you like to explore more on this theme you may listen to the full episode titled the pitfalls of imposter syndrome You can also explore other episodes of Life Acumen at Work on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Thank you for listening. Produced by Life Acumen. helping organizations build high performance culture <laughs>